Hi everyone, so for this episode it's going to be a little bit different and it's something that I've wanted to do for a while now and that is to do a Dungeons and Dragons episode. For those of you who don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, Dungeons and Dragons is a role-playing game in which characters in the room take the form of a specific character they've generated. So some of my friends have developed their own characters and will be playing as those in the recording you're about to hear. So I've been playing with this group for about a year now and we've all become good friends over the process so it's been a quite a nice experience. Um, the other person in the room is known as the Dungeon Master, the DM, and he is the one who sets the story, the scene, the setting, and he essentially explains how the reactions of the other players affects the environment. So it sounds a little bit complicated, and a lot of you have probably heard Dungeons and Dragons from mainstream media, such as 13 Reasons Why and The Big Bang Theory. So I think the best way for you for you to guys to kind of understand what it is, is to jump straight into the recording. So I hope you guys have a lot of fun with this. I may publish a few more in the future, not too sure, but yeah, I hope you guys have fun. So you guys start off in the inn wasn't it didn't you guys say you were just chilling in the inn and everybody did, start off in the inn and then the inn is a classic kind of location isn't it but do, so do any of you guys know each other character wise wait so who's not? here from the last I campaign mean, the i don't know if you've been discussing so me yeah. and me and chris know each other i guess then for the last campaign sure. i really miss mara does <laughs> 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 oh. so she got eaten by that bear so yeah, yeah we'll, so, we'll know each other. Yeah. Well, I wasn't there for Santa. Oh, someone you? else. All right, if, maybe if we go around and do a quick oh, introduction. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we do a quick introduction of characters, just so meta game out the way, we kind of know who, who's who. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to go first? Because sure. I know you're, are you starting with your same one. I'm um, Orgress, the tiefling Orgress, sorcerer. From you might remember me from such adventures as whatever we played last time. I forgot, <laughs> yeah, giants thing. After you know we got after we saved that town. Yeah. And then uh, I became a bit of a, you know, mini mini uh, fan club of goblins after I helped them build their sculpture. <laughs> oh yeah. After that jaunt and the and the giant cloud temple thing. Do you remember the black oh, network yes. from that? Oh uh, uh, yeah, so yeah. They all feature in oh, this right, as well. Yeah. So keep those guys My in mind as well. My connections with the black network. Yeah. I uh, decided to go travelling. I guess with. Whatever your character's name is. <laughs> Freed. Like Freed. 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 Me and Freed, Freed decided we could make some coin, and that's how we came to Greenville. Or okay. maybe you for stalking your favourite uh, woman, that woman, that, um, that campaign. What woman? That you were just flirting with. No, it was, yeah, a it was a man. The guard, yeah. No, and then he, wouldn't, he had a wife, so I sat with the other guard. That's <laughs> 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 campaign. Fair enough. Anyway, yes. Fair enough. And yeah. how does your teethling oh, sauce work? <laughs> How does, sorcery, what yeah. is she wearing? What does she look like? Um, so she's, you looks like, I've got a picture. Wow. I know. Is it the uh, commuter? Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> Should I say that? Ooh, so wow. So she's got red skin, some ram horns, right, kind of like loose cool robes. Oh, impressive. Um, sexy, sexy. But she's not trying to hide her horns or her tail or any of that shit. Are people accepting in the Forgotten Realms? Okay. And Freed, what do you what what do you look like? And just give us a reminder of your character. What am I? I am a high elf. <laughs> Super high elf. Uh, I am a very too? high elf. Um, Literally, or just? Um, <laughs> <literally>. <laughs> I am a figuratively high elf <laughs> um, cleric who uh, doesn't really heal. He's more a frontline guy. 
likes to stab people, likes to be in the thick of it all. And, um, what, and what's your fondest memory from you and Orgris travelling together? Fondest memory? <laughs> Fighting back the giant horde of orcs that tried to uh, lambast the town. Yeah, we make a good time. team, don't we, Freed? <laughs> and Mara sleep, and this, this person called Mara, Mara sleeping through it all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why she got left behind eventually. Yeah, maybe. Couldn't keep up. Maybe you slept again and was like, crap, we left her behind. I sent her letters occasionally, but she never replies. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Leo, what's your character like? So Who are you playing? I, I am playing Adric, the mountain dwarf. Uh, yes. The what? The Man- mountain dwarf. Uh, oh, okay. Mountain dwarf. And how high is said mountain dwarf? Is he quite tall the, for his race? He, mountain dwarfs are quite tall as dwarfs go. He's actually five foot six. So like, Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? That's like, that's, 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 I don't know. That She's probably pretty good at disguises, before, right? Yeah. When yeah, push yeah. comes to show. So, you know, he's, he's fresh out of the monastery where he's been studying his swordsmanship, but what is sword? untested, yes, on adventures. How quite... long is his beard? All the way down to his knees, but he likes to tuck it inside his cloak. So yeah, I was going to say, it's a bit of a trip hazard. <laughs> He's still wearing his monk's robe. There's a little dragon embroidered on the dress, on the breast. On the breast. What's the thing called? What's your character called? Adric. 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 That was my least yeah. favourite Doctor Who companion. <laughs> when Adric got killed off, no one was sad. Who was Adric? Adric with the fourth Doctor and Nissa and Tegan. I don't remember that. And Brad. so Orgris and Freed are kind of here, chilling, kicking back after one of their adventures. What have you been up to, Adric? What is this mountain dwarf kind of get up to in his uh, well, kind of last adventure? I, guess, or... I have completed my training in the monastery, and so now it's time for me to go off and make a name for myself in the world. Writing the wrongs uh, and spreading good deeds in the name of in the name of my my monastery of of Kansai. Kansai. Yeah, um, and so here I am. I've arrived in this arrived in this village where something might be happening because I got a message from Mara saying that there was exciting things going on. Ooh. You know Mara. It's Mara. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> it says ties to Mara. Okay, Hugo, who are you playing? I am playing. For some reason, I thought you said Belvinder. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, Belvinder. No, no, monk. Are you, are you guys all male? Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. Male. Why is it yeah. dwarf monk? <laughs> Checks. Gnome. 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 Gnome monk. And what do you look like? Are you wearing monk robes or? I'm wearing, I'm having, I have a headscarf on my head Ooh. and clothes that look clearly too big for my size. <laughs> <laughs> And is the headscarf covering your like most of your face or? No, just my just your head, head. just like kind of a yeah, bandana. Okay. Bandana, okay. Kind of a Lee Sin vibe. 
<laughs> clothes look too big. And are you wearing monk clothes or just general kind of clothes? Like monk robes that like clearly bigger because they're all rolled up. And, oh, okay. Like, you know, like <laughs> that would be like human size, but like you. And do you have any special trinkets on you that may be of interest or? I don't know some cool like things that you might but, like or. <laughs> It looks like I have something up my sleeve, but you can't Ooh. see it because... Okay, something always up his sleeve, because of his huge sleeve size as well. <laughs> okay, so you guys are all kind of settled in this inn at the minute, and August and Frieda, they're chatting away about God knows, whatever. And then the bishop said, <laughs> <laughs> about my watch! <laughs> uh, you, you kind of enter this inn. Wait, have you guys selected characters, or were you just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, Okay, you guys might need to move yourselves then, so you can Wait, know. which one are you, Freed? We're all in yeah. Greenville. Okay, we'll be, we'll be hanging Okay, so, August and Freed are kind of... Okay, let me give you a little backdrop of this, uh... Inn. Okay, so in the inn, um... So it's quite cold outside at the minute. The outside world seems quite dangerously cold. In comparison to the warmth inside the inn. And you notice... You guys notice that there's, like, a fire in the corner as well, and several people seem to gather there kind of drinking some kind of warm drink looks like some kind of mulled cider and uh, as you kind of look out the window there's large masses of snow and ice that have been quite fresh actually so snowfall has just kind of happened a couple of days ago and it's still going on now but uh, some of it has seemed to ice over and it's kind of held the houses down and people inside generally so you see these kind of villages in the the, uh, corner they kind of look as if they're regulars but they're just there chatting, and you can kind of hear a like a quiet murmur, and there seems to be a smallish crowd kind of um, developing over there. But um, yeah, so August and Frieda in the corner talking away, um, and as you're talking away, a kind of bartender comes over to you and says, uh, "Would you like anything else? I see you have a lot of empty glasses over here." Yes, I would like something stronger. I think I'm ready to move on from the air. Have you got any whiskey, something like that? Whiskey, it's like certainly, it's coming right up. And two of your glass, finest glasses of whiskey, please. Okay, there's two for the lovely lady. What about you? <laughs> to stay on the stout, please. Stout, whiskey, stout, coming right up. Thank you very much. And as as you see, so it, it was a, a a male kind of monk character. Which is quite um, uh, surprising, I guess, for a bartender, but you don't really question it. But uh, you see this male monk um, kind of walk off and walks over to another high elf, which you notice, Freed, at the corner of your eye. And so he goes over to um, uh, Eelville, was it? Yeah. yeah. And, he goes, uh, and he sees you kind of enter the inn. He goes, what brings you here? You seem quite a noble fellow, don't you? <laughs> hmm. I'm in seek of high adventure. High adventure, myself. you say? And he says, and, and so she kind of like, uh, he kind of like looks at you and says, well, I've seen a high elf over in the corner. I wonder if he has any adventures. I'm sure he looks like a man that has a lot of stories. So it kind of points over to where August and Freed are sitting. And he says, can I get you a drink while you're here? Mm, your driest martini, please. <laughs> driest <laughs> martini. And then they, she kind of, uh, well, okay, she's going to be a she. <laughs> she kind of looks down at her list. Kind of written on her hand a little bit. Whiskey, stout, and then a dry. She kind of forgets what the name is. She puts, uh, she writes some dry something down and then kind of uh, walks off. Um, also notices uh, Adric, so Mountain Dwarf. What, what are you up to in this? Uh, so you, have you already in the inn or have you... So I'm, I come in over the cold. It's been a long journey. 
slamming the door behind me and wandering over to the bar. And as he slams the door, you guys all notice this kind of dwarf character coming in in uh, monk robes. He seems quite similar to the uh, bartender as well, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, so you yeah. take notice of this. But Is there some kind of monk convention on, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving over to the bartender. I have this le- this letter in my cold hands, and I'm reading it, and I'm saying to the bartender, can can you can you tell me where I might be able to find Orgris or Freed? He's like, I'm Orgris? trying to contact them to join their adventuring party. It's like, Orgris or Freed? I have no idea who they are. <laughs> do you have any descriptions of their appearance? Do we ever hear them at all? Um, give me like a perception. <laughs> my passive is 14. What is your passive perception? What is oh, your 14 is pretty hard. What Wait. is your passive perception? My, my is passive is only 10. Okay, he's, he, okay, okay. Uh, Freed overhears, but August, you don't overhear. You're, yeah, you're babbling away about a monk yeah, convention. Did you hear that? Hear what? That monk over there has just mentioned our names. He seems to be looking for us. Which monk? There's so many in here. <laughs> and just as, you, just as you say that, another monk like character <laughs> walks into the inn. This is Belwyn. I'm a gnomish monk. How tall are you, by the way? You, uh... I'm like three feet. <laughs> so, this, so this small three-foot monk with clothes that are obviously way too big, rolled-up sleeves and a headscarf kind of comes in, pretty badass. That's so weird. I saw the door open, but no one seemed to have walked in. Oh, there, there he is. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, Belwyn, as you kind of walk into this inn and you see eyes all turn on you as well? I just walked to the bar to... To, to get some drink. Yeah, so you walk over and you, you notice, um, was it Al- uh, Adric? You notice yeah. Adric, uh, a kind of dwarf-like figure, and you kind of sit next to him and uh, order another drink. What would you like? We've got whiskey, stout, something dry on the menu. <laughs> oh, just water. I'm lightweight. Water. And he said, we did water? We didn't sell water in this bar. <laughs> But and then and then he kind of he, she kind of chuckles to herself, and uh, and then goes to get the drink. So as you guys are, you guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> friend, what is a fellow monk doing in these parts? Oh, I have been going through adventures, leaving my magical roots to uh, to get higher uh, enlightenment. In higher enlightenment. Oh, and this brings you to the mountains rather than to a monastery. Oh, I have left my monastery now to. Uh, to follow the lead of my old masters. Very well, very well. And do you know where I might be able to find Mara or Freed? Oh, sorry, Freed or Orgris? I have this letter from my friend Mara who promises me this is how I will be able to make my fortune and prove myself. To and my you master. hear this as well. Yeah. Did you just hear him again? I don't know. I feel like you're being quite paranoid. I can't hear anything. And as you noticed the high elf when you came in, are you, are you going to approach or are you going to go over to the bar? Yes, or or I, there's a group of people by the fire as well. So. Yeah, I approach Freed, um, and I say, Ah, a fellow of noble upbringing, of, of good blood. <laughs> I about this. Hello, how are you doing? I am doing very well, thank you. What would you like? Ah, uh, I've already ordered my dry martini, and <laughs> I expect wow. it will be the best this side of Netherwinter. And as, as you guys are chatting, the bartender comes over with all your drinks. Oh, and excellent. Like, yeah, and Thank you, she goes, t- Turns over to uh, Eeldor. Ah, I see you've made some friends. He turns to you guys. Uh, he was looking kind of lonely when he came in earlier. But uh, kind of hands you guys the drinks. And uh, kind of walk- before she walks off, she tells you, um, there's a bit of a murmur in the corner. 
something about dragons, but um, I would go and investigate, but I've got to serve uh, water to this new guest. <laughs> I mean, he's in monk robes, he's probably quite a religious fellow. Mm. Yeah. And then goes over to you guys and serves your water with whiskey, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good mix, right? Yeah, mix, yeah. yeah. You don't be drinking water in these times. <laughs> what you might catch. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, so you were. You, now you're sitting down with your Is drinks, this the one yeah. who was saying our name? Oh, well, who's yeah. that guy? <laughs> Danny, can I um, use my cantrip guidance and then tap uh, <laughs> August on the shoulder and be like, please just listen and yeah. give her a plus four to any ability check. So, oh, perception, I guess. Perception. Right. Okay. Should I do another perception check with a plus four then? Yeah. yeah. One, well, one d4. There you go. Oh, plus one d4. Oh, I'm going to need it. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're there and you, you give her this, you, you, what is it? It's like a spell, right? Yeah. So you cast this kind of guidance spell over her, and this like hand appears. I kind of touches. Oh, just touch. oh yeah. So you touch her, and then she feels energized, but she still can't <laughs> still can't really uh, figure out what's going on. So yeah. So what are you saying to her as you as you cast it? Please, please, can you not hear the um, mountain dwarf at the bar? Oh, the us? mountain dwarf! <laughs> Why didn't you say so earlier? And then Ilda, what's your passive perception? Okay, so Eodor hears it as well, as as and he's on the same kind of wavelength as Freed, but they're just both looking at you very question questioningly. I'm gonna turn like very like non subtle. I'm gonna be waving over like, <laughs> excuse me, friend, why don't you come join us by the fire? To Adric. Okay, and then um, Adric takes his new three foot friend as well over. Yeah, yeah. I'm only gonna join if my new. So, what's your name? Belwin. If 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 Belwin can come with me as well, and then we both wander over, and who who might you be? Sorry, don't don't mean to bother you, but my uh, friend here heard you mentioning an, a name. Yes, you were saying that you're looking for Orgris and Freed. Yes, that's right, that's right. My friend Mara wrote to me at my monastery as I was taking my final tests and said that this was this was how I proved myself worthy of the order. Oh wow, Mara! Are you are you able to offer me adventure? Can I can I see your letter, please? I'm I'm gonna pass you the letter. Can I check like with the Mara's signature? Yeah. Check the signature. Yeah. Um, is is this a generic letter or are you trying to? Like if you forged it? Yeah, I mean, no, no, it's a, genuine, it's a genuine letter. It's a, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mara! No here. Why didn't you say so early? How is she? She hasn't been replying to my letter. Yeah. She's a bit droopy. And Eodor's just kind of looking around a little bit confused at this weird reunion. <laughs> Where are my manners? I'm going to offer my hand to uh, Adric first and be like, Orgrim, oh, don't you to meet you. And your name is... I'm Adric, Adric of the of of the Kansai Order. And your monkish companion? I'm Belvin, the gnomish monk. And okay, and do you give him a handshake? Yeah. Okay, give me give me a what, what would be like a kind of acrobatics check? Acrobatics. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay, so you kind of like you kind of reach down because he's trying to. I'm quite like, tall to be fair. <laughs> I was going to be like, if she rolls well. like a one or two, she'll just fall over. <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. never once here, I was like, I was from my That's me, you're freed. Yeah. Well, it's funny you should come to our talk of adventure. I just heard there's talk of dragons in this very inn tonight. Dragons? Oh, that's terrifying. It's very, very, very surprising how you didn't hear the conversation, but suddenly dragons. <laughs> <laughs> didn't that no, what the no, innkeeper yeah, no, said? Yeah, yeah. Perhaps we should go find out if this is, you know... Oh, dragons? 
profitable venture. Orcarus, it's just dragons. dragons nothing what, much. What could people with dragons? Dragons are friendly creatures. Friendly creatures? What sort of dragons have you been dealing with in the past? In my, my in, 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 in my, in my, my order's home, we overlook a mountain pass and on the other side lives a bronze dragon of, of great fame. Bronze dragon? Why is he so famous? He is famous for leading the charge against Tiamat in the, in the, 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 the god wars of... And as you say Tiamat, <laughs> as you say Tiamat, one of the people sitting over the uh, by the fire kind of ears prick up. And he says Tiamat, and he goes, "Have you heard of Cult of the Dragon?" No. What is yeah. the Cult of the Dragon? Because he goes quick, quick. He goes, "Come over, come over." He's like, "This guy is talking about it." Kind of points, and there's this one guy sitting in a really comfortable chair, sipping a whiskey. And everybody else is almost sat cross-legged, almost like story time. Right now. Listen, yeah, <laughs> listening to this one, uh, he look, kind of looks like an elf necromancery type fella. He's copper hair and brow, uh, bright brown eyes, and he's got dark robes on. Uh, he seems to have no weapons on at the moment, but uh, he seems to be quite fascinated by illusions as well. So you can see kind of a small... A bird on his shoulder that isn't actually a bird; it's just like an illusion that he's gonna uh, uh, put there. Yeah, and so yeah, so he nice. kind, of, he kind of ushers you guys over. He's quick, 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 and so yeah. I mean, it's up to you if you want to listen to the dude. But... Yeah, I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna sit cross-legged in front of him. <laughs> I'm gonna finish my first whiskey and then pick up my second and head over. You go, Chris. Well, this could always be a fantastical tale. Find it's the best way to keep your ear to the ground. Fine, fine, I'll go to. I've like half my stack left and just walk over as well. <laughs> and so you can, and then you, what about you guys? Are you gonna go over as well? Or you... Yeah, we go. Yeah. Go. Okay, and as as you get over there, you you kind of hear you're in the, it's in the middle of a story, so you don't quite capture the uh, the the first part. But um, so it's somebody talking about looking out of a window, and uh, he says, "Oh, something caught my eye as I looked out the window. There, I saw a young girl skating alone under the streetlight, turning on wooden self-made ice skates." Inside the streetlight's yellow cone of light, she tilted and spun. However, what she was wearing was quite different. At first I looked and she wore a short skirt, mittens, and a black hat, which seemed quite normal. But then I noticed vaguely it was in the shape of a draconic memorabilia, below which her black hair lifted as she turned. And she also had a cape on which resembled dragon wings and a weird black mask. And as, as, as that happened, the glass fogged over in front of my face. And that was when my dream ended. And then as you see, everybody starts clapping and left to this male necromancer. And uh, yeah, so then, and then the, the person who originally turned over to you uh, kind of says, oh yeah, we were just sharing stories about the cult of the dragon. Have you, has any of you heard of the cult of the dragon? Have I? I mean, you... Okay, no, let's repeat that, I can't hear you. Would it be a history, <laughs> history, history check? Okay, give me a history check, yeah. Or religion, which one? Okay, okay, okay. Outside of the game, you all vaguely know that the cult of a dragon are a bad cult that are trying okay, to. Okay. So they're basically um, they like evil dragons. And hold on, I'm gonna get the description. Just to... Is in our characters? Wait. No, as in just uh, yeah, yeah. As in your characters know the basic. Vaguely like, yeah. know that. Okay. Is it because we've done like two volumes worth of adventuring already, technically? Yeah. Well, no, no. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We're skipping. We're skipping. It's like okay, there will be right. other adventures, oh, and you plug right, in. Right, yeah. Right. So the Cult of Dragons existed for centuries, and uh, during most of that time, its members have focused on the creation and worship of Dracolics, based on a prophecy translated by the cult's founder. 
However, the goals have been changed recently after a rise of a young cultist. Mm. And so you you actually hear this from some of the people. So they, they, they start to tell you that the cult of the dragon has arisen and the region has gone into anarchy. Abductions and raids have undertaken by the cult of the dragon increase daily. And uh, refugees are fleeing from burned out regions under cult attack to major cities and fortresses. Villages have been abandoned and their crops and herds uh, and abandoned their crops and herds. So they're quite surprised at why no, they, this this kind of village has been quite quiet. But they do they do they have heard um knowledge of this up the coast and because you guys are quite inwards, you guys have been quite lucky at the moment. So I gotta turn to like slightly to free to be like, man, these cults really piss me off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you worry too much. You worry too much. This could also be a fantastical tale, like I said. This is why I don't like organized religion. <laughs> <laughs> And then as, as you do that, the necromancer just shush, shushes everybody again. So let's go into his next tale. And he, he starts to talk about a story of how these, these cultists um, kind of grew and grew over the village until they completely took over. But you notice one main piece of information throughout the story that kind of lingers in your heads. And it was about that cultists sometimes greet each other with the sign of Tiamat, which is the right hand extended, palm forward, with all five fingers spread. And it's an imitation of Tiamat's five heads. And so you kind of note, it, note this information down. You're not too sure whether it's true or not. but. And he also makes subtle references to masks again. And you notice how he mentioned that in his first story about the strange girl with a mask. And also this other person who was, had a mask in that story. And then as, 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 you, as you are doing so, you notice the bartender kind of come over again. And she kind of, she kind of uh, stops and she says, I've just looked out the window. I think, uh, I think, I think something's coming. And he's like, go, go, go. Have a look, have a look. And immediately, like, there's a little bit of unrest and people start to get up from where they were sitting. Uh, a couple of people go over to the kind of frosted windows and look out. Are you gonna look yeah, I want to go over. Hesitate for a moment, then when everyone else starts moving, I'm definitely moving over to the window. Okay, give me a perception check. My space. I don't like this, Reed. Are you supposed to be worried about? What's this? Be worried about? No. Uh, Alexa, play dig <laughs> <laughs> Three. Oh, my Sorry, oh, five. Wow. Okay, so five. So you go over, and because it's so cold, your breath kind of goes on the window and fogs it up as you try to. Uh, as you try to kind of look out the window and you use your hands to kind of wipe the window but you fail to hold your breath enough so it immediately just fogs up again okay. and so yeah but then somebody nudges you and says can you see that in the distance distance no no what is it 20 weird figures i don't know what's going on and then there's a little bit of panic and people kind of start to hide or go go into back doors and things like that and and, and you you see the kind of panic around so I want to turn back to August. What's going on? Why, I don't what, know, what, what? but I don't like this. I suggest if you have any armor, you've done it now. Becoming I am peace. a monk. I don't know how to fight with armor and shields. I'm getting my coat in this time, by okay, the way, because okay, yeah. I don't like the cold. And if I'm going outside, I need my coat. <laughs> my coat. <laughs> so August passes, freed his coat. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like doing my coat up and like go on look out <laughs> the window me? yeah alright well, I'll have a look out the window Free I don't, I don't out the think window. anything's really going on give me, give me a on. perception check 
what your keen elf eyes see. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got over 18, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 21. Okay, so you look out and in the distance you notice a uh, kind of half red dragon veteran. So it's a humanoid character, but just has kind of like draconic. Um... Wait, am I going to show you a picture? Are these members of the cult? Does anyone have experience of this cult? In the kind of like this. I always thought it was just a rumour, the cult of the dragon. And it says, what no, of see? course it's not a rumour. Do they look, do they look um, like threatening, Freed? Oh, so, so you see the one, you see the one half dragon weirdo. <coughs> And you also notice the band of 20 kobolds behind them. What are kobolds? I'll show you. Are they like goblins, I think? Yeah. Do they, then does this look bad? Does this look like, like they're about to attack? Yeah, it looks very bad. Okay, everyone oh, who isn't prepared to fight, get into the basement. And you see everybody kind of looking into the basement. And I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy so that yeah. my voice is really booming. And the, but the bartender ushers you guys over as well and says, No, no, come, come there's, a, there's, a back end, there's a back exit we can all take into a secret passageway. Yes, come on, Aubrey, well, we let's time. go. And he's like, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm like, Freed, Freed, how far are they away? And you notice that they're quite far. So they're not really a threat at the minute. They're not really charging or anything. They just Okay, everyone like, into the passageway. Yeah, they're, they're slowly so walking okay. towards you. Yeah. But, but if we get everyone in the, the passageway, we can get out and maybe come back and fight them with an advantage. So they don't seem to have noticed, like, this in. I'm closing the windows. They just, they just, no, they just notice, like, a big kind of building in the distance. But, everyone um, close the curtains and get in the tunnel. Everyone able to fight, protect the, those unable to. <laughs> I'm going to pull all the, the candles out okay. with my thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy. Okay. Flames fl- oh, no, flames flicker, so it's the other thaumaturgy one. Thaumaturgy just do flames. everything. No, control flames. It's the one that puts okay, it together. Okay, okay. Flames, tremors, sounds, unlocked doors can open and shut them, all the eyes appear. And the Belwyn, how are you feeling at the moment? <laughs> I still can't see the window. It's too high. <laughs> Is everybody want to give him a back? They leg up. <laughs> well, we don't want him to see, like, to give us away. We'll, we'll, I'll give you a boost if you want. Or you can What's happening? Again. What's happening, guys? They're coming everyone into the tunnel. There's the kobolds, 20 of them. And, and you guys look around board. and you already notice that Freed has kind of, kind of vanished and you wonder where he's gone. <laughs> Come on, quick, quick, you let's go. You always disappear the last time. Let's go into the passageway. Are all the patrons in the passageway? Yeah, yeah, they're all like, they're all going. I'm going to yeah. say to the bartender, is there anyone upstairs we need to get? And she says, I don't know, but uh, you go find them if they are. <laughs> okay, you head downstairs, I'll do a quick sweep. Yeah, and Eeldor kind of has, has looked out the window now and sees, sees these strange characters kind of approaching I'm going to run upstairs and do a quick sweep of the rooms. Yeah. And as, as you as you go upstairs, actually, wait, maybe we should wait for quick, I can never mind. <laughs> as you go upstairs, you notice something strange. You notice a, a, um, a, a crow on one of the, the windowsills. Oh, creepy. Like, outside, yeah. Creepy. But it seems to have a message. What, like, take to it? Yeah. Do you open the window? I don't like this shit. Um, Freed! What happened? <laughs> There's a crow here with a... I, I went upstairs to check for people, uh-huh. left behind. There's a crow on the windowsill with a message tied to its leg. It, well, it, has, it, has, it has a flat parcel wrapped in oil skin strapped Mate, to is its belly. Is that a that crow? That seems... I ain't open the window. That seems like it's a... Let me talk to the crow. It's a bug. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let oh. me talk to the crow. Where, where did you come from? You can talk crow? I get told with small animals. Okay, but don't open the window. Just talk to it through the glass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and this, this crow eyes you up for a few moments. Ask, and him, then, ask him who sent what he's carrying. Yeah, so, so this, this crow eyes you up for a, a few moments and then speaks to you in quite a familiar voice. 
and they say, Leosin sends his heartiest congratulations. <laughs> Please use the gift this bird brings to meet me in Waterdeep as soon as possible. Who the, who the hell is Leosin? And the bird's waiting patiently on the window sill. Well, it's like, yeah, they're like, this window sill outside. Meet him where? Um, meet me in Waterdeep as soon as possible. Have possible. we heard this name before? It's one of the major ones, isn't it? Vaguely, wait, yeah, let me... So it's yeah. one of the major ones alongside Neverwinter and Bolton. I'll tell you who he is. So he's a monk from the Burdusk and a member of the Harpers. So you, anybody who's vaguely, like, monkish would have heard of him. Okay. Let me tell you about the Harpers while we are here. So, you might want to write, like, a little bit about these guys. So, the Harpers are one of the main, kind of... Or, 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 or one, one of the main, kind of, um types of people in the region and they're a secret society known as the the Harpers. They've been disbanded and rebuilt several times over their long history but the latest incarnation of the group retains its focus on gathering information, keeping a close watch on the balance of power in Faerun and they promote fairness and equality in quiet unobtrusive ways. Harpers try to keep out of the public eye, preferring secrecy to fame and using knowledge to win the day over brute force. And yeah, so that's Sounds generally good. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 what is the name's name again? Leosin. Belvin. Have you heard of this Leosin? Is this a parcel for you? Okay, let me give you a description of. The I'm not opening this window so for you, any bomb. <laughs> so yep. you 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 um recognize his name as kind of um quite high up as a member of the Harpers, hmm. and uh, he's researched and um. The, yeah, he researched the reformed cult of the dragon. So uh, you just kind of know that he was a monk that he used to kind of train with and whatnot. And he went off to join the Harpers. I heard of this name. My master used to be part of the Harpers. And that's where he left. So it's trustworthy? Yes. Well, you open the window, I'm going to search the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and you're going to open the window? Yes. Okay, as you I'm open the window, uh, you see you see the kind of parcel. Do you remember I said it, it had a parcel strapped to it? Yes. And uh, the parcel. <laughs> yeah, so, so do you take the parcel? I do. Yeah, okay, so you kind of open the parcel and it contains a carefully folded teleport scroll oh. and the sigil sequence of a permanent teleport circle in Waterdeep. Is there any name on the note oh, or anything? Well, it's just like you know it's from Leosin. But not two. Who's two? No. Did I find anyone in any of the rooms? No, no, no. You just, you just is heard, everyone downstairs safe? Yeah. So you heard you heard the panic from downstairs, and then you you've been downstairs kind of ushering everybody. So what's yeah, everybody up to downstairs? This passageway. Yeah. Still shouting. Auris, freed. Okay, okay, <laughs> we're coming back down. No we one else go. We need to go now. We yeah. we maybe have a faster way out of here, but if all the patrons can get out safely. How many teleport scrolls are there? Well, there's one enough for what? How many? Six. Yeah, there's one enough for six, basically. So five plus, I don't know, a rat or something. <laughs> is everyone safely in the passageway? Yeah, everybody so, else is so long every, gone. Yeah, so everybody else was like um, being ushered by too. Eeldorn and, and, and there was a kind of panic, but now it seems to have died down as everybody's hushed and kind of squeezed down into the passageway. Well, we'll hey, I'll, I'll like hey, cover I'll up the door. Yeah, upstairs as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, I call Edric, Eeldorn, uh, come up here. Yeah. No, you need to come down. We need to escape. We've got a way out. Trust me. Uh, as a fellow monk, trust me. Okay, okay. Do you want to do like a investigation check to see if he's there? No, no, <laughs> no I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm running up the stairs. Okay, like, we need to go. We need okay. to go, guys. Come on. 
Okay, should we do insight check? Are you out? Are you upstairs anyway, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Oh, you mean just in general? Insight anyway. is just general. There's people will be getting close to the door by now. If we're gonna take this scroll, we gotta take it now. Also, yeah. can I look outside and see if the cultists are like still dancing? Yeah. Well, you don't really know if they're cultists. Oh, but, yeah, they're um, kobolds and the. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you kind of look outside and yeah, they're kind of coming closer and you, you can see them a bit better now. And they, yeah, they, you definitely don't look friendly. I think we should all go. <laughs> they're still advancing. I don't think we can take them. No, we should leave. Are they upstairs yet? Downstairs. I mean, I'm on I mean, my way. Did, did I just ra- I ran upstairs. Yeah, come on, come on. How are we going to get out of here? Eldor. What about Eldor? Eldor. Yeah, I guess I'll follow that pile. You wanted an adventure? <laughs> you wanted an adventure, Adric? This might be the fastest. <laughs> fastest way to one. Ready to prove himself, right? Get a bit aloof. My notes have just gone skipped. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, Belvin, activate this scroll. Wait, okay. How does it work? Wait, but where's the instruction like, machine? I'm like poking, <laughs> I'm poking the page because I don't know how teleport scrolls work. So I'm just like, <laughs> turn on. I don't think that's how they work. <laughs> well, I have no idea what the teenage scroll. Who can read this? Is this written in common? Um, which one of you is like ma- vaguely magic? I mean, I'm a sorcerer, I'm not like a wizard. So you're like, she's like a sorcerer who should be we able to <laughs> activate this teleport scroll, but you see Orcus kind of poking this. How does it work? Does anyone know? <laughs> Can I make like an arcana check? I'm trying to yeah. snatch it from August and say, yeah. oh, let a real mage do it. <laughs> 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 And I just kind of like immediately cast it. Yeah, so you literally just read it out and then a big circle appears on the floor with a glowing radius that kind of enchants you and lures you inside. You just step hesitantly into the circle. Yeah. Are you all going to step in at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to breathe a sigh. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you end up through this... um, teleport scroll and uh, the kind of chaos from from the past scene has died down you end up in a, a si- the city of Waterdeep oh, I'm going to give you a quick lowdown uh, this is the random video I was watching earlier oh. okay, so you can you can kind of cross this out now if you want keep, yeah. keep this side I think that's quite useful I think it was further north wasn't it? you can be my resident artist where's the where's the Oh wait, we can put some new music. Maybe it's like a D&D playlist. Alexa, play Dungeons and Dragons playlist. That was called the Epic Gaming playlist. Oh. I actually heard you there. Skyrim Ambient. Yeah, there's a D&D Ambient playlist. It's quite good. I can swear here. Oh, yeah. Alexa! Okay, so Waterdeep, known as the City of Splendors or Crown of the North, is one of the most important and influential cities of the North and, in per- and perhaps in all of Faerun. For this reason, it was considered part of the western heartlands of the realms even though it lay 150 miles north of Daggerford on the shores of the Sword Coast. Waterdeep was named after its outstanding natural deep water harbour, and the city that grew up at this site became the commercial crossroads of the Northern Realms. More than 100,000 people have made their home in Waterdeep. 
and the city sprawls northward from the sea, along the flanks of Mount Waterdeep, where a mining dwarven clan used to live. And as you get there, you notice that you're at a strange temple-like uh, place, and you notice a monk who's sitting there, cross-legged, in meditation, who doesn't seem to notice you at the minute. What do you guys do? <laughs> oh my god, traveling by temple you, always you, makes you, me feel you so sick. You notice it as Liam said as well, this monk who's kind of just chilling. There's a monk. Inside. I sit down next to him, to spir- uh, meditating, to spiritually connect with him. <laughs> I think I'm going to be sick. I'm going to throw up in a bush. Well, watch out. <laughs> 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 and Leosin kind of orders. breaks out of his um, his uh, meditation, and, and the first sight he sees is Orgris throwing up in a bush, and he rolls his rolls his eyes, and he's like, "Ah, adventurers!" He's like, "I I have um, uh, I'm glad you made it here in one piece, or almost." Is <laughs> <laughs> it not funny? <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> He, t- he tells you that uh, you- you've been summoned here as you have been known as uh, worthy adventurers who've proven yourself throughout many uh, different um, adventures. Word of-, word of your names have been spread throughout the land. And uh, they say that the-, the-, the purpose of bringing you here is that there's a council that has been held based on the events that have happened from the cult of the dragon. And they say that um, if you feel willing to help, we would love for you to attend the first gathering so that the council can thank you for your great deeds, but also to help advise the council about the cult of the dragon and anything you may know. And kind of advises you guys that um, there's a bunch of factions there, one was which is the Harpers from uh, Leo Sin, but also he mentions a black network as well, which uh, August oh. and Freed kind of... Wink, I wink at Freed, yeah. really unsustainably again. And he, and he, he mentions a couple of other um, factions as well. Which I should go into more detail afterwards. But, but Leo said we just came from Greenville and I think there's a, a grave attack underway right now. And he goes, a grave attack? And he goes, did you see these, uh, what, what was attacking? There Dragons? were a dozen, 20 maybe, kobolds and a, a dragonborn. Oh, and he says, ah, that has been... He says, ah, that has been happening all over the land. It's, it's, it's all tied to the cult of the dragon. Ever since they've been doing uh, what knows at Skyreach Castle, the, the land has gone into anarchy. Kobolds and other creatures who have tended to mind their own business have now kind of formed up and are attacking local villages. But we, do, we don't know why. We just know that they're vaguely connected to the cult of the dragon. And this is why the council have been here, uh, gathered today, is to um, provide a little bit more information about what's going on and any information that you may be able to offer as well. Let's go to the council, come on. So he advises you guys that um, in the council, although all of the factions have sent a representative to uh, kind of, they're committed to stopping the cult of the dragon, none of the delegates yet have made any substantive pledges. So they're all kind of, they've heard a little bit, but they're not really uh, said, I'm going to offer troops or I'm going to do this or that at the minute. This is Halloween Forest. So, mm, so yeah, so. Um, what a classic. Yeah. So what he says, he says, meet. He says, meet at the Great Castle at 7pm, the Great Castle. <laughs> you broke it! <laughs> you see a god's hand come down. He says, meet yeah, at the Great god's Castle. God's hand just relocated the castle. He says, meet at the Great Castle at 7pm. At this point, it's 4pm. And he says, also, it gets quite cold out here. Suggest you go shopping for some thicker clothes. And he turns to the four-foot monk. <laughs> 
he's buried in uh, is buried in like um, robes, and he says, "See, he's got it right." <laughs> <laughs> he came Lots well of prepared. material. Where know? do you where do you where can you shop around here? And he kind of says, um, uh, "He goes just wander around. There's a lot of market stalls, and um, I'm sure people will be able to sort you out." Okay, and he well, says, we'll "Meet me at, at seven. Yeah, meet me at seven. Yeah. So, as you guys kind of say goodbye to him, you adventure into the city. And you're just having a look around, really, and mainly like carousing slash <laughs> carousing, sorry, slash um, looking at the shops and things. Is there anything you guys? I'm gonna get myself some warmer clothes. Warmer clothes. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Can we get them? What's what's in the the adventuring supplies in the player's handbook? I mean, like, I take Velvet aside and be like, not to be rude, uh, friend, but uh, what do you, do you wear those clothes? They don't seem to. Uh, they seem to fit you quite as well as, as they might. Well, you know that gnomish people are very magical creatures, but not me. I have left my gnomish village for enlightenment, but like all the monks are all higher creatures and they don't do clothes for my, my type. <laughs> I think you need a makeover. I think we can find you some yeah, clothes. Yeah, you notice a tailor. You notice a tailor as well. This is one of my many skills. Come with me. <laughs> I'm going to drag you over to the tailors. And you also Excuse notice... me, ringing on the bell. Yeah, so you guys kind of enter in the tailors. And as, as you guys are walking off as a group, um, Eodor, you notice kind of like a, a more high-end shop that uh, caters for your nobility. And you kind of sneak off into the distance uh, Well, as, as these guys are going. But... um. Yeah, if anybody's I'm, looking, you I'm can perception. go for a perception, yeah, yeah, yeah. Free, get us some potions! <laughs> so you, not- you notice him kind of uh, walking off to a direction. Right, I was going to notice him, right? Yeah, okay. I'm going to follow these guys guess? into the... Why don't you go get... If I give you some gold, get me some potions, and we'll sure. go get some winter clothes. Give me what gold you have. Well, I'll get the clothes, you get the potions, yeah, and we'll, the we'll give the difference after. Okay, cool. Unless you need some. I'll get a receipt. <laughs> I'll get me a receipt. What kind of clothes do you want? You choose. Okay. I'll trust in your judgment. Excellent. And then I go to Belvin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for her exuberant. And the, the tailor, you enter this store and the tailor comes out and is this very um, kind of small gnome and kind of sees Belwyn in his huge clothes and he goes, wow, we've got to sort those out for you immediately, don't we? <laughs> And she says, what, what can I get you? Are you guys looking for any clothes? I'm the best tailor on this side of, uh, on this side of the town. Well, as you can see, I mean, my friend here, it's a bit of a homeless case. I think you can sort them out. Yeah, uh, can... As for me and uh, my friend, we'll need some uh, just, you know, standard winter coats. Something a bit, bit of a nice edge to it for me. Maybe something fur Something furry. And she yeah. points you to the furry section. Although Caruso furry section, boy, you get... You saw my friend out. And as, as she does that, um, Belwyn, uh, she kind of asks you to go into the changing room and she gives you a change of clothes, for just temporarily. She says, give me your robes. She was like, I'll make them fit better. That of, that's, of course, if you if you want me to. <laughs> if you have the coin. <laughs> well, I'm just a poor monk. I don't have money. <laughs> she says, it's fine. I can do this for you now. You return for a favour later on. What do you say? She's quite charismatic, kind of. Uh, pass it as well. Um, yeah, sure. What What's the fa- favor? It says, ah, you know, like, I live in this village. Well, I live in this city, even. 
and uh, just you know little things that you hear about other people maybe uh, maybe well received and then yeah so she says ah, so basically if you hear any rumours or anything around the land she'd like to hear them what do you say ah <laughs> oh, I feel I am too honest for this I can't just spread rumours like that very well very well well, 200 gold pieces. <laughs> 200 gold? And he says, well, I am the finest tailor on this side of the land. How much is winter yeah. robes? His winter robes, 10 gold pieces. Oh, she okay. says, uh, those aren't a creation of mine. Those, those are uh, factory standard. Well, I'll get two sets, one for me and one for And free. as, as Eeldor's in, um, have you found anything on the list that you'd like? Mm. And Eeldor goes to the high-end shop where uh, everything seems to be a lot more sleeker. Run by a bunch of high elves in the city that all know each other as well. So they greet Eildor as they come in. They're like, Ah, Eildor! Funny to see you around these parts. What can we do for you? And you're quite connected as a high elf wizard. Mm. So they're happy to kind of sort you out for, for, uh, for free, basically. <laughs> uh, I need your finest mam- mammoth skin winter wear. Yeah, and gold it- threads. And uh, they go into the back and bring out this mammoth wear, golden thread, gold-threaded gear. And they say, this has been enchanted. Treat it well. Do I know what it's been enchanted with? Um, yes, so it basically yes, it gives you... Um, what's your main casting ability? Oh, and you can uh, add some intelligence Intelligence? Yeah, so it just gives yeah. you like a plus one to your intelligence Ooh, while you're wearing it. Nice. Oh. Three plus one So naturally, there was some breaks in this episode, and I'm just going to stop it here for a second. Um, so, yes, yeah, so our adventurers essentially first met in this tavern, and now are in the city where they are about to give in their first mission. And the mission that they were giving was that Tiamat, the evil dragon, was being summoned into the world by the cult of the dragon. And what they needed to do was go and investigate the Drakthorn, which was a horn and a strange horn that they heard the sound of earlier in the campaign. So after this scene where they went shopping, they essentially attended a council where they met many important members of the village or the city. And they sent them off to a quest in order to find out more about what has been going on with the cult of the dragon and what has happened with the dragon masks. So there's something brewing around dragons that we don't really know too much about. So they've set off to go north on a ship to the sea of moving ice. And now the next clip will take you to the point where they board the ship and head up north. What the hell? Crypt Alright, so he's the best magician out of all of you. Welcome back. <laughs> and it's the uh, it's the morning now and you guys have set sail. Well you're about to set sail anyway. And you meet the captain, Larissa Halfface. And uh seasick. As as you notice in the description. What's that called? There's the sea shanty from Rune. That's not a sea shanty. No, it's she's the sea shanty two or something. Oh no. What's it called? Sea Shanty 2. Hey, I told you. <laughs> 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 sea Shanties for Thoughts. 
drunken Okay, so you guys basically uh, Are you starting your recording? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna like stand at the bow of the ship Sailor's hornpipe And do the whole Titanic like, uh, thing I'll be like, Freed, hold me I'd be unaware of what's going on like, be, be careful, be careful, Okay, so you see Larista half-faced the captain and as, as he kind of matches the description as before he has a kind of hood over half his face do any of you question him about it or not? Really? Well, we already heard it was no. from Frostbite, didn't we? So yeah, but as in, gonna, like, yeah, yeah. Seems like a sore subject to bring up. <laughs> yeah. We're not we're dead. Horrible people. Yeah. And he says, Welcome, I hear you're the adventurers that uh, have been sent. And he goes, um, I hear you're moving north up the Sea of Ice. Yes. I mean, we're <laughs> <laughs> we we following headed, you. We are headed to. Uh, to I look thought we were going to the Sea of an Ice. An iceberg. That's flat, like has a flattened plateau on the top and spikes. Do you know of any such iceberg? And he says, I, I don't know of any such iceberg, but we can definitely look for one. Well, that's what we'll be looking for. And can I, uh, can I, what was your name again? Sorry, uh, Larista Halfface. Larista, can I be honest with you? I'm not, not overly fond of water. Uh, he says, Ah, don't, don't worry, the ship has been uh, carried it's many adventures over the it's years I've had it. Yeah. And so he explains to you that uh, it's basically generally just um, go- goes by the wind, but sometimes they need ore power, especially for picking a course through close packed ice. So she says, you better be ready and willing to row if we need to. And the ship's length is around 60 feet, but it's still lit- light enough to be lifted by its 40 crew members. Do you have any seasick? How much are we paying for this 40 crew? Oh, no, but uh, speak to some of my uh, crew members. I'm okay. sure one of them will have I'm going to go talk to the crew and try and find you. Well, you found a couple of, uh, yeah. Do you have anything against scurvy? And he goes, oranges, yes, they're all in the back. He's like, there'll be no scurvy on said ship. I'm munching on the herbs, like, don't get sick, don't get sick, don't think about the water. Okay, and anyway, so you guys get on the... Um, you guys get on the boat and uh, you start to sail. You start to sail. Oh my god, Creed, there's water everywhere. Oh my god, there's so much water. Oh, I think I'm having a panic fine, attack. I'm gonna go sit inside and I'm put so my head between my knees. Let's go, let's go. Hey, I'm like a fire based sorcerer. Obviously, I'm gonna be scared thing. of water. What are you guys up to on the ship? <clears throat> <clears throat> I mean, are we not rowing? I thought you said we had to row. No, no, no. no. Once we get to the ice. Oh, if we, okay. if we get stuck oh. coming to the ice. I'm yeah. just like astounded that we're is on this the same? boat. Like, I've never yeah. seen the sea before. <laughs> is it a sailing ship? Yeah. I just like climb up and like stay there. And kind of look, uh, as a lookout, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. What, what about you? Mm. I don't know. What would a nobleman be doing on a boat? Vomiting, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. What was that? Vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the captain. What do you say to a game of cards? Uh, what's your name? Eldor. Do you have a gaming set? Yeah. Somewhere inside, good. far away from the deck. What will we set the betting at? Ten uh, gold? Ten gold? I could spare ten gold. <laughs> I mean, I'm only going to make the money back, aren't I? Sure. What right. game do you want to play? Uh, Dragon Chess. <laughs> Dragon Chess. Wait, yeah. you said cards, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know! Do you know Dragon Whist? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know that one. Dragon well, Jack. It's like normal Whist, but... And then I go and explain the rules of Dragon Whist. <laughs> Very okay. good. We shall play this Dragon Whist. Okay. 
Okay, both roll a d20 and see who wins. Oh, but... Let's <laughs> see by how much mine is. Like, do you have proficiency, though? Yeah, like, sure. You can get proficiency oh, yeah, with a gaming that. set. Oh, shit. Like hands, but... Where? Oh, draw! You have proficiency oh. in dragon chess. Draw. Yeah. Oh. Draw. It's for being in love. Well, surely Hugo wins okay, if you have okay, proficiency. You guys, you guys no, we're not playing chess. We're okay. cards. Oh, you guys oh, okay. have drawn, but does anybody use any deceptions, deceptive tactics while you're playing? I'll make a slight No, hand. I'm, I'm watching hand. now. I'm, I'm staring on because it's obviously like quite, okay, quite a close you game. Give intense, though, and, uh, you give me a slight hand check and you give me your like deception check, Q. 20. Passive. Oh! I've oh, got no, passive. Well, 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 it's not natural, but. Eodor's got 20 or whatever. 20, yeah. At this point. My deception is up. Wisdom? Oh no, your perception. perception. Yeah. yeah, it's like down here. Somewhere. It's a wisdom. Oh, four. Plus, no, that's passive perception. Oh, God. No, no, you want the. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's passive. No idea. Yeah. Eleven. Some, yeah. So, Orgrith happens to use sleight of hand and just seems to beat you by a sliver. Oh, good game. You've never played before. Are we quite the natural. <laughs> well, no, Unfortunately, then I slide the pile of gold. Well, that distracted me quite well. <laughs> and so the the what can I charge you at, Katie? Oh, do you want to borrow? Uh, can you pass me Where's the phone? big D6? Okay, can it? The big D6 from there. The giant D6 as yes, well. Thank yes. you. Throw it. Throw it. No, I don't want to break your phone. It's the work phone. It doesn't matter if it breaks. Okay, so. <laughs> You guys go up north quite easily, but... Um, Is it dead? Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you, you guys go up north quite easily, but uh, you reach the sea of moving ice after a few days. And from that point, the ship has to move quite slowly and proceed with caution. Um, the captain has no strong feelings about um, uh, which way you should go, because they're obviously just looking out for this um, iceberg. But it reaches the evening, and he asks you guys whether you want to... Uh, pull the ship onto an ice flow at night or spend the night on the water. He's quite indifferent between each, but he says an ice flow is more comfortable and offers safety from uh, certain aquatic creatures. But on the open water, the ship is safe from creatures that hunt only on the ice. But sleeping on the deck is colder and less comfortable than in an easily built snow shelter. I'd rather fight things on the ice than in the water. What do you yeah, think? I propose we, we, we haul the ship onto the ice flow. I agree. Wait, is there an advantage to staying on the water? Do we like make more progress? No, not really. Well, um, y- you you make a little bit of progress. Uh, so every... I vote we go on the ice. I vote yeah, ice. Yeah. There's ice. Okay, so somebody roll the big big D six in the middle. Big D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two. Oh, what did you get? No, but it's a random event, I don't think it. Five. Yeah. Okay, so, as you guys are on the ice and kind of sleeping, well, some of you may have slept, some of you may have not, you notice a a ruckus and um, ice hunters appear. So ice hunters are nomads that have lived in the north far longer than any other humans, short, dark-haired, broad-faced, and with light brown skin. They cling uh, to their culture and traditions of fishing and whaling on the sea of moving ice and of hunting for seal, walrus and polar bears among the ice flows. They travel by dog sled on land and ice and uh, worship totems of animals from the world around them. So, they will... Sound pretty cool. Are they attacking or are they just approaching? I'm just having a look now. <laughs> okay, so... They you, sound you, that aggressive. So you guys, okay, no, 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 wait, wait. You guys notice uh, 12 tribal warriors spotted pursuing seals on an ice flow. 
So this is as this is almost as you as you go to park up your boat on the ice floe, you notice uh, twelve tribal warriors pursuing seals, and um, the hunters seem kind of uh, uncommunicative. Um, yeah, so they're kind of like hunting. Do do you carry on going towards the ice floe? Give them a little wave, but if they don't wave back, then I don't think we want to affect their attention. hunt. Yeah, yeah. we don't. We'll just carry on what we're doing and yeah. not affect their hunt, right? Yeah. And so they kind of see you and acknowledge you, but um, uh, they don't really do or say anything. You just see them kind of uh, returning back somewhere after a while. Oh, the, ca- the captain's kind of puzzled by their uh, behaviour, but he kind of knows that their ice hunter people are quite shy, but never really hostile. But uh, as you approach, they quickly um, paddle their little boats away to the northeast. Okay. What's what's unusual about the behaviour, Captain? Is he this said, not not common for them to be hunting seals in this season? He says, "Yes, I know that ice hunter as people who are not very that uh, hostile, so I'm quite uh, intrigued as to why there there's a hunting party out here. Seems uh, friendly to me. Yeah, I gotta hunt, gotta eat. And he says, "Hmm, uh, fair enough. I mean, that logic makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'm known to be very wise." And he says, "Um." <laughs> He says yes, sir, but uh, I did notice them going off to the northeast. Perhaps that can help us in our adventures. Okay. So that was the evening. So in the morning now, wake up. Somebody roll a d6 again. Go on, go on. Two. And you get so every time you roll. Uh, okay, yeah. So you get a plus one to that so what? anyway so in the morning in the morning uh, you notice a polar bear stalking a wounded ice hunter on the ice floe from yesterday and uh, yeah so he's kind of trying to get away you notice this and uh, what do you do captain that man is wounded <laughs> and he goes oh we are we, are we yeah. nearby yeah you guys are on the ice floe we'll jump off and we must help yeah. the help the ice man I'll jump off Lesson that oh, the person How far away? I, I like how many feet away? About. Uh, I don't think we need to shoot the polar bear. We just need no. to rescue the guy. A hundred. Yeah, not too far away. Yeah. Okay. We just need to get to the guy first before the bear does. No, I'm gonna stand stand where I am. And... Okay. okay so I'm gonna run after Freed. It's a long shot Freed, for me. Freed has gone to um almost save the guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the polar bear is um he well. Yes, Which one are you afraid? This one. What? <coughs> it starts going to like. I know they went this way, didn't they? <laughs> Can I cast Firebolt to the poop? Po- yeah. A hundred feet away. One hundred twenty range. Oh, okay. okay. Nice. Whoa, there's no stone. Hey, they're an endangered <laughs> yeah. species. Okay, so you cast this Firebolt, and uh, the the polar bear kind of gets a bit scared off. And uh, the crew member kind of looks grateful as he kind of comes over towards you guys. And uh, we'll help him back himself. into the ship. Yeah, so he ends, ends up back into the ship. I'm looking up my shoulder. And he says, hey, he goes, um, he says, uh, thanks, thanks for rescuing me, guys. Um, he says, my name is Tornado. Tornado! <laughs> and you can see on his Don't back name. that he has quite a few darts that it seems to be his primary source. Or primary weapon, almost. Would you like to ask him any questions? What happened to you? Why are you out here alone? He says, I was hunting with my tribe last night. We saw you guys actually come. 
but I seemed to be left behind, and before I knew, when I came back to the ships, they were all gone. And I stayed out here in the cold until this morning, where I noticed a polar bear uh, who was coming towards me. So I wounded it and ran away. And uh, he tells you that he's from a tribe, but uh, he knows of another. He knows of the iceberg that you guys are looking for. Ooh. And he says, "I'm not of the tribe that lives on that iceberg." He says the iceberg's called um, Oya Vigaton. Oya Vigaton. <laughs> Oya Vigaton. Yeah. So Scandinavian. And he says, "I don't really know too much about it, but um, I advise you to keep your distance and stay away." I'm afraid we need to search it. Someone's gone missing three years ago. Did you yeah. hear any stories of Why travelers then? Why do you advise then? us to keep our distance? Yeah. yeah. And he says, I've just heard bad things about the crew and the tribe that live there. They're not like us. I've never been over to there. He says, I always keep my distance too, but stories around our iceberg village. Will you be able to get back to your people in the state you are in? And he says, yeah. Uh, he says, um, well, I'll have to stay on the ship for now, but... Um, if we notice my iceberg as we go, um, I would be most grateful if you could return me home. Okay. Well, we'll sail on when the captain says it's time and we'll yep. drop you off. Cool. So you sail on. Somebody roll a d6 again. You get a plus one to this. Five. Oh. Plus oh, one. It's five. Plus one. It's yeah. Oh. Okay. And now, while you're on the water, you notice some ice hunters again, but this time in fishing boats. And a group of fishes um, are spotted in their characteristic kind of boats. Um, and your kind of comrade, your new comrade, uh, notices them as uh, not his tribe, but the tribe that uh, um, are from uh, Oya Vigaton. Oh. He kind of mentions this to you and he says, if you really want to find the iceberg, perhaps you should follow those guys. And anyway, you see them sort of paddling towards the northeast. Okay. Let's follow them. Can somebody, we catch up? <coughs> yeah, somebody give me another. We we'll say hi. So you get, uh, plus, you get plus two on this one. Mm-hmm. Seven on a D6. On a D6 oh. plus two. Oh, oh yeah. plus two. Okay. Five plus two. What was it? Is that, that's Four. 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 Six. Six. Pretty good so far. On a six side. Okay, so. The boat is going along as you're following northeast towards the um, kind of tribes' boats that you find, and they seem quite unresponsive to you kind of tailgating them. So you'd think that they'd turn around to acknowledge you, but no, they kind of just seem to be going off in their own direction. But um, as 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 you guys are sailing, you notice there's a strange rocking on the boat, <coughs> and then uh, is anybody near the side of the boat? Not me, I'm far away from the side. <laughs> I was thinking I was doing, watching the card game. <laughs> yeah, but there's been a few nights. Nice <laughs> okay, so anybody on the top deck? I would be on the top deck, yeah. Oh, he's on the lookout. Okay, so you notice two giant octopi attacking the side of the boat simultaneously. Oh, boat! Octopodies. Octopodies. Togepies. Octopuses. Yeah. Yes. QI said it was octopuses, so it must be. Oh, no, sorry, infinite monkey cage. <laughs> so octopuses. Garden. Put some. No! The boat's rocking. I'm inside. Like, what's going on? Okay. Anybody well, on the top deck? Yeah. Me. Um. Roll a d. Oh, I reckon I roll a, a roll a strength check. <laughs> My character was enjoying looking out across the across yeah, the water. Wait, strength check. D twenty. D twenty. 
And add what it says for strength. So add d20 and add one. Oh, and everybody roll for initiative as well. Oh. Hey. What was that before it changed? 15 for me. I didn't see what it was. Oh, what is that? 15. Okay, give me your initiatives. Uh, 17. Okay, 14 was my strength check. Wait, do we have to get strength and initiative? Uh, give me the initiative first. Okay. I've got a 6. August 17. Yeah. Yield or 6. Well, 14 for Adric. Adric. 11 for me. 15 for Belvin. <coughs> Belvin, 15. Belvin, then. Okay, so you notice these two octopi coming at the boat and... Octopuses. Octopuses, if you'd rather me call them octopuses. Octopuses are knees to each other. 17. One's on one side of the boat, one's oh, on the other. On the other. Oh. Okay, it's okay, cheating for the kind of octopuses. Orgris, you're going to start. You're going to hear these guys shouting octopi. I'm going to run up octopuses. to the deck. Octopus, octopus. I'll run up to the deck and be like, what's octopus, going on? Octopus, o'clock. Octopus. I'm gonna. Um, I feel like it's not time to burn high level spells yet, is it? I mean, I don't know. Is an octopus quite a powerful creature or not? I mean, they look pretty powerful. Oh shit, okay. They're pretty smart, right? I'm gonna be like, oh shit! And I'm gonna cast. Witch Bolt. Witch Bolt? Yeah, because I'm like, lightning, that will conduct through water. And as you do so, um, you notice that the, the octopus kind of uh, tries to hide under the water. But um, what what, uh, what is which bolt? Please? So it is. Wait. Yeah. So how far away? You'll be able to hit it. It's um, both of them or just one? Uh, one. Because I can sides. I can use a sorcery point to twin the spell and hit them both if they're both if they're within range. They're what's well, so the one's on one side and one's on the other side. So so you probably won't be able to do it unless you're like at the top of the I can aim if a spell slash cantrip has a target of one and not self, I can aim it at a second target within range. Yeah. You can't see both of Or I can double the range of my spa- spell. Yeah. No, so you will see both. Okay. No, it's like one. Okay, I'll side just side. cast it at one then. So it uh spell attack, one D twelve plus 1d12 per spell level. Give me a spell attack. Like a it, it, my attack is modifier plus, is, seven, is plus, plus seven. Plus seven to roll. Let's see if it hits. Okay. So 11 plus seven, so 18. Yeah, hits. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast, but I'm going to cast it at, um, it's the first, what level spell is it? It's the first level spell, but I'm going to cast it at third level. Okay, so 3d12. Yeah. Mm. Where's okay. the pencil? That's just about to. So 3d12. Is this d12? Yes. Damage. 8. Plus 4 is 12. Plus 2. 14. That's some serious damage. 14. Watcha! That's my witch bolt. Um, but it is a uh, sorcery spell, so you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, so are we, are we doing it on a raw or a 20? Um, we'll do it on a 20. Okay. No, all good. <laughs> okay, and then with the rest of my go, if I've got any movement left, I'm going to get away from the sides of the ship. Okay. All right, now it's the octopus's turn. 
And uh, the first one you try to use its tentacles as it kind of goes up against the uh, side of the ship. I've got to move first. I'll downstairs. No. And it will go to Adric. Actually, it goes to Eeldor. He's a small kind of target. Mm-hmm. That's, it's mm-hmm. not even Eeldor, is it? It's um, Belwin, sorry. goes to Belwin and gets a 14 plus 5. 19 to hit. What's your AC? Belwin. Uh, 14. Okay, so it kind of grapples you, monks. and uh, you can't escape unless you uh, have a DC 16 saving draw on your turn. So it kind of restrains you and uses its uh, tentacles on you. So yeah, you're kind of restrained. You've been grappled. And while this happens, the other octopus is kind of climbing up the other side as well, Ooh. and almost makes it to the top, and does a similar thing, but this time uses its tentacles to attack, and goes for... Yieldor. 13 plus 5. I remember what I can actually do. Uh, 18. To hit. Yep, to hit. Yep. So, oh, 2. Oops. <laughs> 10 damage. Ouch. With its tentacle. Yeah. Alright, now it is Belwin's turn. So you're grappled currently. Sorry guys. So you just roll a d20. Hello? So you instantly... Yeah, hi, where are you? Hey. <laughs> That's crazy. Pause for a second. Hello? The tension music is Hello, can you hear me? I can hear him outside. Daddy, shut the music up. Sorry. Oh. I can literally I just, hear him. Yeah, did you just ring the bell? I think that, I think you're here. Ring the bell. Okay, we're there in a moment. Oh god, what have you had to drink? Nothing. It's just funny because Leo would say something, and then I heard a mumbling from outside, and I was like, mm. ring the bell. What's a ring the bell? When the pizza delivery guy comes Wait, over and actually delivers the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> So, essentially, the players then encountered an octopus, or several octopi, which was a little bit of a debate about what to call them, octopuses, octopi, octopussies, but um, yeah, so the party encountered two octopi rocking the boat, and defeated those. So I'm going to spare you the combat phase because there's a couple of rules around the combat and how the combat works. But they defeated the octopi and found the iceberg of Oyavigaton. Can't even remember the name now, but they finally found the iceberg. And when they arrived, all did not seem as expected. Nothing here, like Back. Oh, Alright, so are you going to take a long rest overnight? I am, yeah. I think so. A little meditate. Okay. Is anybody doing anything cool in their long rest? Yes. No, I'm just going to do half the meditating. Do you want the shit? No, 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 no. The control. The cool things that happen on ships. Do you want to put your thing back on? No, no, this is fine. Oh, I already closed it, so I don't know if I'll keep casting. Apparently so. Now we have to. No way to turn it off now. Forever. 
Okay, so as you've been sailing in the morning, the captain wakes you up and he's found the uh, he's found the iceberg that you guys were looking for. So as you approach, you see this iceberg layer uh, kind of rising from the sea to form a floating island. And the portion of the berg above the water appears roughly triangular with rounded corners. The plateau portion of the iceberg rises more than 100 feet above the water. And the jagged ice peaks add another 200 feet above that. So it's really high up, basically. And um, the ice hunter village is positioned here. So it's a collection of snow shelters and tents at the centre of the island. So you can be resident drawer if you want again. <laughs> it was a triangular iceberg with rounded corners. Mm-hmm. Let me get rid of this. Oh, how big is it going to be? Wait, let's we use that. We need a bigger yeah, iceberg. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> it's 120 feet up. Just get rid of all this. So we're on the boat there. Mm. So it's a triangular iceberg with rounded corners. And what else? What kind a of village. Have you seen? Yeah, well, village it's village. an iceberg. It's not going to be perfect. Because it just started again. What did you do? No, it, def- it definitely said Calisimo when it came back on. I haven't. I have literally closed the YouTube app. It's not me. Someone else needs to do it. Uh, oh, cesium red. Who? What? Oh, well, look at Hugo. So there's a village in the centre. Ah. Yeah. And it's 120 feet up, man. That's steep. Yeah. That's the corner. How are we going to climb? I have 50 feet of rope. Who else has more rope we can tie together? I have 50 feet of rope. Oh, there we go. As you approach, you see a large shelf of ice where the ice hunters beach their boats. Oh, okay. You see a bunch of boats. Convenient. We don't need to climb. However, approximately 60 feet across, you see the shore being littered with enormous cracked bones, including ribs that arch taller than a human. Okay, maybe we should leave the boat away and we should like take a little lifeboat in and the boat can wait for us and that way yeah. we'll have a boat to get home. Does anybody know what these are the bones of? Um, somebody, if, if, does anybody proficient, proficient in nature? Uh, no. 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 Okay. no. Somebody give me a nature check. Are you not a, are you not efficient in nature? Oh, natural 20! No. So you, uh, you look at these bones and you decipher that they're yeah, mostly from whales. Know, I think these are from whales, guys. I get whales, proficiency guys. in herbless tools. Oh. They kind of look like fish, but they're bigger, so I'm going to say whales. Okay, okay. And, Although I've never actually seen a whale before, I've just read about them. Interesting, interesting. So, are you guys going to just uh, get off around there? I think, no, I think we should take a lifeboat and leave the take main a ship. Boat, like, yeah, I don't want to yeah. beach the ship. I want to leave the ship somewhere safe. Yeah. yeah. And then take a lifeboat in. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we'll do, we're going to leave the captain instructions to, like, meet us. Yeah. Like, dock, wait here, and if, if he needs to sail away, then yeah. do, like, a check every day at midday or something. Okay, so he, he offers to stay on the ship, but he offers to give you one of his guards who speak. Um, actually, he says, to, he says, why don't you take the... Dude that you saved. I mean, because he could help. Yes, let's take the dude. Um, is he recovered? By I mean, you guys had a long rest, so you should be okay to come and translate. Yeah, okay, is he happy to do that? He says, "I'll be happy if you pay me uh, some gold. How much? At least fifty gold pieces." I mean, I feel like I was bored in from our last adventure. Santa gave us so much presents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. pay him 25 gold. Considering we saved his life. And he goes, yeah, he says, considering you saved his life. <laughs> Excuse me. I give him 25 gold. I give him 10 gold now and 15 later. Cool. Okay, so you go Deal. in a small boat 
and you approach the iceberg, and the first sight that greets you guys... Oh my god, guys. ...is a this row of small. ten corpses frozen into a wall of ice. There seems to be three warriors, a dwarf, and six ice hunters. The bodies have been preserved in the ice, making it impossible to tell how long they've been there. But no sorcerer. No sorcerer. The southerners and the dwarf were some sort of... Actually, you, you kind of um, notice that they may be linked to the sorcerer. Wait, so what? describe them again, the people? Oh, so you've got um, ten corpses, <clears throat> three Luskar warriors, a dwarf, and six ice hunters. How long would it take me to use fireball to just like melt down the ice so we can like loot the bodies um let me have a look because it's a cantrip but i don't want to waste spells mm. uh, well i mean well, they're basically dead yeah but i mean yeah. like they won't have a clue on them that's like you know dear diary I mean, I think they were stopped pretty... on the iceberg look at the whales <laughs> i think it'll take a pretty long time too I think long okay yeah. never mind then um, okay, and then the village sits in a sheltered spot. So this is the village area of it. So the village sits in a sheltered spot near the centre of the iceberg. So let's see, there's a bunch of like, things around here. I think we should stealth approach, and then someone goes in with the guy that we rescued to like, talk to them. Shout out to, yeah, well, when and one if it goes badly, goes, then yeah. the other people come out and help. Can we say hello to the three warriors we can see, though? I mean, they're dead. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were guarding the wall. They're Okay. Hold on. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> just around the layout of the iceberg. So the village sits in a sheltered spot near the center of the icebergs. It's the main village where a lot of the ice hunters stay. Okay. When the wind blows, which is most of the time, snow whips off the surrounding drifts and, surra- and, the s- and surrounds the settlement in a swirling shroud of white. Twenty structures make up the village. Divided between snow block shelters similar to igloos and double walled yurts made from seal skin stretched over whalebone frames. So, 16 of these structures are small one room family dwellings. One ice block shelter is a storeroom used for gear owned in common by the tribe's folks, including fishing nets and heavy ropes used for whaling. And so, you notice a bunch of different yurts basically. Um, the largest structure in the village is a meeting hall, heavily decorated with whalebone and s- the skulls of fish and mammals. No, uh, and then you don't notice any <clears throat> these kind of columns of smoke uh, from the village, so basically there's only artificial heat that comes from lamps and tiny stoves burning whale oil. The villagers here like to live on fish, whale meat and seal meat, eaten raw or dried on racks scattered around the village. Okay, so... There is a village here, basically. So there's a central village part, and uh, you guys have come in from here. Uh, there's a hut in front of you as well. And uh, basically, there's a bunch of places to explore around the iceberg if you want to go that way, or you can go directly in towards the village. You don't really see anybody at the minute. 
Do we want to go for the like, village? Yeah, I think we should we go towards the up. village. Go for it. We can split up. I feel split like we shouldn't all go straight gang. to the village, though. We should, like, I could l- send some people in. The rest can get ready in case we I can, like, get in, like, see how the people are. And, like, if... Yeah. Yeah. Start, I can, like... Do you want to go with the guy who translates or not? Do you want to go by yourself or with the guy that we picked up? Like, if I go with the guy, I do have to, like... Like, in case they're hostile, we both have to run away, right? Yeah. Or we come in and help. Save the day. How do I give you guys know? It, it depends on how stealthy you can be. If you can stealth in and find out what, you know, who they are and how hostile they seem. You wouldn't know if they're hostile. But yeah, you wouldn't know stealthy. that from sneaking in. No, you don't even know if you walk in. I feel like you're going to have to go in and talk to them. And see yeah, that's you can. Okay. Where's the highest charisma? Like, try to go I in think and I do. Go on then. Shall I go? With, I'll go with the guy though. I think. Yeah. But you guys, I think, sh- I think you guys should like surround this hut, and then if stuff goes wrong. I have quite high acrobatics. Can I be like? So why don't the somewhere? why don't the three of us go in? Or I'm I'll go right. in. They surround those three surround, and you hide by the door, like trying to sneak in while I'm distracting them. Oh wait, snow drift. I can you. You're a sorcerer. Okay. What signal shall I give to you guys? Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> when everything catches fire, we'll come after okay. you. Okay. I can tell you. <laughs> okay, so me, the guy we picked up, and Freed are going, and you guys are going to sneak up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. As close as I can get to like, the end of the tent without being noticed. Okay. Like, you could snow drift. We're going to walk up to the main door. I don't know tent. how to wipe my Did clothes Do you see anyone are. through the main door yet? Okay, so you walk up the path, um, up, up the chasm from the ice ledge. Chasm. The chasm. <laughs> the <chasm>. <laughs> <laughs> and you're noticed by the village's 12 sled dogs Aww, as, soon as, you, as soon as you come the dogs begin barking ah, and oh I should have talked to the dogs you still can I mean, you, you, you snuck up and, and uh, the whole village turns out armed and alert we put Ooh. our hands up 25 we... tribal warriors males and females including the chieftain barking seal and females, um, no, 30 commoners who are children, one druid who looks quite tribal, and one gladiator. Are you visibly, is, is Freed visibly armed? Or the mm-hmm. other guy? Oh no, the, like, the I've other guy. I've got my sword away. Your I'm sword, like, is it visible? Is back. it under your coat? Yeah. You okay, it's visible. Okay, so the chieftain. I'm just gonna be like, I'm unarmed! Uh, the chieftain and uh, shaman do all the ta- uh, talking. And they ask you, why have you come to uh, this iceberg? We have come seeking a sorceress who went missing three years back. And this is a sorceress? What kind of sorceress? Uh, she was uh, like me in appearance, <laughs> of, um, of my race. Um, and she came seeking answers on these strange horn sounds. Have you heard anything? The horn sounds? Hmm. He says there's a... I mean, there has there has been uh, stories of sea monster and scrags in the area, but um, tales of the horn sounds. No, do you know what this horn does? Uh, it may have something to do with dragons, which would be bad for everyone. Yes, dragons. Oh well, there was a dragon here before called Old White Death. Oh wow! But it was killed a year ago by frost giants. Have you seen the heap of whale and seal bones? Yes. That's all that's left of the monster. That was a dragon. Yeah. My not training medicine check told me it was a whale. Just, no, no, that is the uh, <laughs> that, that that's what the um, 
the dragon used to feast on. Uh, uh I'm with you now. Probably <laughs> <laughs> small dragon. So yeah, so you Have you any idea where someone who came to the island could be hiding or where a body could be found or trail? And this is no there's no trails here, so you kind of You've kind of um, realised that they're hiding something after the weird mismatch between the bones, which were obviously whale bones. Uh, so wait, so he said it was dragons, and he lied and said it was dragons. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah, right, so he kind okay, of like, yeah. Pale, pale. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, well, friend, um, if it's all right with you, we'll just going to be on the island for a few hours. And he says, no, you must leave immediately. And somebody give me a perception check. I'm distracted. Uh, 13. 13. No, actually, everybody just might as well roll. Oh, okay. okay. I just think I was kind of sitting outside, not paying much attention, waiting for the, oh, waiting for the bird call. Oh, five. Oh, was it perception? 15. Uh, 12. Does anyone know important? Okay, nobody knows anything important. Oh, shit. Oh, 12. Okay, the ice hunters... Um, seem to be quite uh, protective over their village hall um, and they are telling you to leave okay we were we were well, going to like, uh, like sneak up to a dog and ask him like yeah we're, we're going to keep him distracted okay yeah. and as as you're keeping him distracted do you notice that the uh, barking seal bone carver and orca heart so they were the three kind of different characters. What was it? The gladiator, the druid, and one of the warriors mm-hmm. seem to be sizing you up. Me? Size, well, uh, the, the three of you that came. I'm trying to be really charming yeah. and like, act like just an idiot lost And traveler. so Barking Seal says to you, hmm, how about this? He goes, I propose a contest. The village's champion against any warrior among you guys. And he goes, if the champion wins, the characters must hand over some of your find steel and he looks at Freed with a big shield on his back and assumes he's got some weapons hiding somewhere and uh, sail away immediately never to return however if you guys win then you have earned your place amongst us villagers and you can spend the night in the village after which Bone Carver will answer any of your questions to the best of their ability you, you I say? do it can I insight check if they mean mm-hmm. it if they're actually yeah. gonna <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't know if they're telling the truth. Ah, you I trust don't, you. You also don't know if they're lying either, so yeah. Very well, I'll head back to my uh, crew members. Yeah. And uh, relay so your, offer your offer to them. And she says, um, Have you managed to sneak in in this time? Yeah, I'm trying to like, yeah. bring you around. Okay. Give me a stealth check. Stealth is. I'm just stealth. stalling, heading back until I know he's in. Oh. <laughs> some of the some of the wolf slash dog type creatures start barking as you try and sneak past and uh, um, people from the village know that you have more adventurers in the back and um, tell tell you go and get your adventurers and uh, accept our accept our fate our honorable duel okay we'll go meet what do you what do you guys think they're hiding something. Who? 
I think we should we should participate in the. Participate. Who, I'm thinking while we're participating, though, someone, someone lighter foot could maybe get some answers Ooh. while the duel's happening. Interesting. Interesting. I have negative charisma. This doesn't so sound I like a not recommend I go. But maybe. Who is the strongest among us? Perhaps me. <laughs> Perhaps. Like Are me. we allowed spells in this prawn, or did they say it had to be? Or was it straight on? No, straight up. You're oh, the one, no you're the one who oh, had to give spells. up your but skill, though. Could could you hide? Could you quietly heal somebody from the back, as somebody else was? So before you before you've left, they've said um, during the fight, a combatant forfeits if he or she gains any assistance from allies. Ooh. But do they so get to use their own spells? Do they know? No. So it's literally the rules, over the fist fight. But obviously that doesn't stop strength. you from trying to do it on the DL. Yeah, yeah. Who's I wonder if they strength? know if I blessed them. Not me, not me. I don't know if they know I if I blessed I have subtle strength. Them. Then who has the, the biggest strength modifier? Not me. No. But, no, no, we can't use strength instead. Uh, but if you can't use spells... Okay, okay, but who has yeah, the yeah. best raw weapon damage? Apparently the guy looks like this. I mean, I... <laughs> oh, shit, it's like a weird hot sound. Whoever's got something. multiple attacks. I do lots of damage, but I don't have many hit points. We need someone who can do damage. I'd can we happy. cast spells? I would be happy to take stuff. on this Rick, challenge. They wouldn't know if I got blessed. They wouldn't know if I got blessed. Yeah, fourteen. I've taken. I, I took nine damage. I'm, I haven't taken fifty hit dice. Because, because I only have a short sword. And like, if I can't cast spells, I'm useless. Yeah, no, 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 just kicking, <laughs> punching, and that's all. Yeah, four foot monkey. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, but like, no, I should like, wait, wait, let me just. Sort of where are we approaching it. from here? Yeah, like over the ridge. Basically. I think Freed should be our representative in this combat. Well, like you got you three did like a couple of years. Well, you fell stealth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're gone. So you're then you've gone, gone back. You've gone back, like by. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought we were like yeah. again, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. What about the guy we rescued? How strong is he? Like, I mean, he's pretty like still wounded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even okay. then, I don't think he would accept your offer at her fighting another tribe. Is it a fist fight or a dagger fight? No, like, it's, 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 it's a fist fight. It's literally a duel. It's not a. It's not a fight to the death. Do you use the way of the Yeah, I can use it. Oh, yeah. Use our monkey special open hand fighting. Because my strength modifier is minus one, yes. so it's not me. I'm gonna put a bl- I can bless him and he just. Yeah, you can do that before see. the fight. Yeah, starts. they can't Ooh. see that he's I could, like, blessed by the gods. <laughs> what, you were like, what? They can see that he's blessed by a god, and I don't know. I really don't know. What's your AC? It's 14. Okay, um. Are we are we gonna agree with you fighting? Yeah, okay. I, I'm gonna go with. Before you head back, I'm gonna cast Mage Armor on you. Oh, what's that do? So your AC is now 13 plus your Dex modifier. Oh plus wow. Three. 16. So 16. So your AC goes up to 16. And then I can give you a bless to uh, increase. Eight the... hours. Yeah, what eight the? hours. Wow, that's a lot. I can give you a bless. Three. I can give you a bless to give you one D4 on every attack roll, attack roll, and um, saving throw. So you're now blessed, so and okay. you got me down. Who else? Well. Myself and... This first we're okay, we found we've nominated no our champion. Whatsoever. Okay, so you go back to the village and you've nominated your champion, and you're all standing in a line, and they're like, step forward, champion. champion. Oh god, what is that? What's your name again? <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 champion. 
So they draw a big circle in the middle of the village, and there's all the all the villagers kind of hype up around, um, and they're, they're starting to kind of cheer. And uh, okay, roll for initiative. Here we go. Berwin. And you have what does your thing give you? Uh, D20. D4. Yeah. Uh, on an attack, uh, hit roll, oh, and save. Yeah. Yeah. Add your dexterity. Okay. Okay. He got six anyway. Oh yes. Okay, go and go fast. So you kind of sizing up this character. And you get plus whatever, plus four, plus two. Get your plus four ready. Get this one ready as well. Roll them both. So thirteen plus all the d4. Thirteen. Oh, what? Oh, that's what? Plus d4. Yeah. Yep. To hit. Two. Plus two. And then plus. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Smack him with numerous attacks. And then I use my. Wait, where's my d6? Don't use magic. It's the square one. So I use one of my key to instead of attack twice, I'm gonna attack three. Yeah? Yeah. So. Nice. The first attack. Six. And I'm gonna try to prone him as well using my open hand technique. Go on. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Go on. Maybe can I be using thaumaturgy to be like, (laughs) (laughs) boo! Distract them all. Prawn is which dice? Um, what are you trying to? What are you using? I'm trying to. to... What is that? Do you have to hit them and then open hands at me? Open hands. Alright, I'm gonna see. Open hand technique. Oh, he rolled a one anyway. Wait. Okay, so he got knocked pro- he gets knocked prone. Hey, Wait! Nice. Doesn't so he get advantage on all his attacks now? Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Especially because no, he's, 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 he's three foot on the wall. It's his go, so he'll just get, get up. No, he's got more attacks though. He gets you? two more attacks. Oh. oh, prone. Crawl at half speed or stand up, cost half speed. Attacks have disadvantage. Wait, Enemy so attacks have advantage within yeah, five feet. Check. And disadvantage further away. So his attacks have disadvantage while he's still prone. Yeah. So you whack him, so, well, like, you go to whack him prone. Yeah. And, uh, and succeed, right? No, as you do. Oh. As you do, your attack uh, applies maximum damage. Ooh. What, so what's your second oh, attack what? that you were going for? So I'm still... Well, yeah. What, 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 what uh, dice is it? Oh, uh, d6. Yes, yeah, so you just do d6. You just do six yeah. damage. D6. Four. You just do six damage, because he basically rolled a one. Okay. Oh, to his deck save. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Does that mean that it does full damage? Yeah. Jeez. That's another one, right? Three times, right? Well, he rolled a 96 after that. So he gets oh. the roll again for a hit. Yeah. And then one more. Yeah, one more. Six. Oh, oh my god! Six, six, six! Six, six, six! Six, six, six! 
this small monk that uh, they seem to be the villagers seem to be laughing at. Suddenly, the villagers in silence <laughs> as this monk has dealt maximum damage over three attacks and knocked the huge. It's like beast. you know, like in the old karate. <laughs> you know, the old karate feels where like the tiny little karate master would be like, wah, wah, wah. Do you know what I mean? Everybody, give me a perception check. Oh, Apart she... from you. Yeah, well, that's like like oh yeah, sixteen. <laughs> oh, easy. Eight. Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen. Okay, so. Seventeen. So he falls. So um, he falls during the fight. He's going obviously, prawn. A prawn. Prawn. So Bone Carver basically positions herself so that he falls backwards and lands in front of her. And uh, she quickly helps him up, up back on his feet, but uh, you, see you see her cast cure wounds. I'm gonna, I'm gonna point at her and be like, "Oi, you cheat!" Like with thaumaturgy booming. And then they're denying. They're like, "No, no, I'm just helping him up. I'm just helping him up." I'm gonna go over to her and deck her and start like a proper brawl. <laughs> <laughs> I have no control of my anchor. Yeah, I know. Does anybody stop her? No, no. I'm just drawing. Drawing the sword, not doing anything yet, standing where I They're am. They're denying it, I'm going over Shh. and I'm like, it's you're calling me a liar! And I'm getting my fist like ready to swing. He's like, no, no, stop, 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 the match is over, the match is over. He says, it, he got knocked prone. He says, we will honour our pledge. <laughs> <laughs> we can oh, offer you to... Bow it! Bow it! Bow it! I'm going to put my thought on Bow it! And uh, and so um, Bone Carver basically says, "Yes, that was some uh, that was some fight. I've never seen <laughs> such a monk before." And uh, no, off, offers to let you uh, you sleep in the village storage hut, but it kind of barely qualifies as shelter. But it's all they can offer. Well, I'm more interested in the promise. The question. Promise. I want a double whale skin shelter. Yeah. But yeah. like, we want our questions answered. Yes. Yeah. What questions do we have? Uh, oh, and then she, and then as 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 you have questions, Bone Carver. Brings you a plate, pla- well, platter of slightly spoiled raw fish, explaining that her people prefer the tanginess of meat that's gone past its prime. <laughs> I am not even Can we insight that? Get I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> I, I eat, eat my rations instead. Is she rations. being truthful? What did you get? In 20, not 20. No, wait, wait, oh. give me an investigation or perception. Oh, I guess it would have been. Not 20, not 20. Not 20. I'll do that anyway. I have a dwarven resistance. Okay, so as 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 he hands the as she hands the fish over, you realise there may be something wrong with it. Ooh, yeah, it's figures. poisoned. Can we check if it's poisoned? Someone have like the ability to smell it or something? Yeah, well, it's, I it's do hard to detect poison. I mean, you can use detect poison. Oh yeah, well. do that. Unless um, it costs you a spell slot. So it's level one. Yeah, detect spell, uh, detect poison on it. Okay, and it's poisonous. Oh, ah. Okay, oh. should we ask yeah. our questions and then just bounce because they're going to kill us in the night? Or what? Have you. Have, I'm going to ask you. They I'll just, tell everyone not to You're going to tell everyone else that it's poisonous. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm, I have an advantage against poison, so I'm not so worried anyway. Yeah, so. Don't eat it, mate. I don't. Uh, I mean, you've got to tell me. I would yeah, I told him all that it's poisoned. Okay, okay. I don't know, I'm just gonna like pick at it then slightly, slowly, move it around don't the plate, eat it. shove it around the plate. I mean, she's not really expecting you to eat it immediately. She just kind of bought it as a okay, as a snack almost. Did yeah, she tell us anything else like, about the same questions about the visitors? And so she says, "Come with me and Sorcerer. takes you off privately." 
in a in a small hut, and uh, tells you a little bit about um, uh, what you want to know. So, what do you what do you need to what do you want? To that know? sorcerer had been here, and what the horn is, and what they know about dragons. Mm. Oh, okay. So she says dragons, of course, and uh, give me a charisma like persuasion check. Persuasion. Ooh, plus seven to persuasion rolls. Twenty-two. Yeah. Okay. So, so she. So bad. Okay. She basically shows you that there's an entrance to a secret hidden ice caves from a hut, and explains to you uh, explains to you what she knows about the caves. So first she goes into kind of their general layout. So um, she says this is a, this has been a hidden uh, beneath a village lies a network of ice caves. Has been inha- inhabited by um, a Ruthator, one of the uh, white dragons that lives here and his minions. There's, uh, there's two entrances that lead into the caves, one in the meeting hall, but one inside by hut. And he says that, uh, the dragon enters the caves by way of underwater tunnels that connect his lair chamber. These are too uh, deep and well hidden to be used by normal folk. It says going down into the ice caves, um, it's very, very cold as you'd expect. The floors inside are um, worn glass smooth from decades of traffic. Uh, Arutator, the ice trolls, and ice toads move across the slick <coughs> ice with ease thanks to their claws and bony spurs on their feet. There are no stairs inside, and the floor slopes between different areas of elevation. And it says that the the interior is filled with dim light by whale oil lamps that are kept fit, kept uh, well lit, and the light is for the benefit of the ice to- toads. Also, talks about. Some pasta custard creams. No. Okay. Also, gives you a map of the ice caves. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you go down. And, and also talks about the horned lady. Ooh. The presence of a certain horned lady which came here over three years ago. Uh, Maybe this uh, person you speak of. Does she look like a tiefling? Yes, she does. She looks like me. And she says, uh, yeah, yeah. She says she's taken her presence down in the ice caves, um, learning some deep magic from the, one of the white dragons. So why did you hide from us that this dragon was still alive? And uh, she says, um, well, we didn't, I didn't know what your intentions were. However, I know that the uh, ice hunters here will eventually perish under the white dragon's wrath. And I've long dreamed that uh, the totem spirits will send heroes with, with the strength to best the dragon. Hence we ha- why we had our duel at the start. But she seems that you're. She seems quite convinced that you guys are strong enough, and that the party of adventures that she's dreamed about in these totem spirits has a, has a, has a, um, arrived today. So this is why she's showing you almost the hidden path down. Mm-hmm. But she's still trying to poison us. Yeah. You why? gonna confront her? Should we ask her about? This <laughs> <laughs> thing poison within the food. Actually, I can. Is it? A, is it? I can detect the type Maybe of poison. Maybe they do like 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 off fish. I can they detect the type it, of poison. Is it like an actual like man-made poison, or is it just oh, a natural yeah. thing? It's, it's a natural thing. Okay. Well, oh, okay. Fine. Oh. well, it says it says that um, explaining truthfully that her people prefer the tanginess of beets okay. that's gone past its prime. So it's like a sharp tang, uh-huh. basically. Of All fish. of that food. Yeah, well, that's what they 
Before we eat, let me purify it all. I can purify it all. <laughs> can you do that? Yeah, I doubt it. I have it on mine. And then you can use, um, oh no, that's prestidigitation. Has anyone got that? Prestidigitation? No, I don't. That one can season food. Ooh, I didn't know that. It's going to be fine if just remove the thingy. Remove the tang. Okay. Cool. Alright, I might use your thingy. What's 15 feet? Okay, back to you. <laughs> Casual newts in the background. <laughs> well, we're Send in the ice newts. cave, so Send I figured. Newts. Send newts, yeah. Okay. So. What was the doot thing that hit the. Do 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 do. You know, feel good, that was it. It was the best. I actually cried the first time I saw that, it was so funny. Okay, so you're inside the hut of the uh, shaman bone carver. Okay. And, uh, Where's that? It's, uh, well, it's, not, it's, it's number oh, one. Oh, we haven't gone in yet, right. yeah, So this is like the first level and this is the second level, basically. I like how we have a map even though we haven't... No, so Bone Carver gave you a map. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, nice yeah. So, uh, to show you how it looks like, because she says that it's very confusing down there. <clears throat> and you'll probably get lost if I didn't give you a map. It's so. confusing. There's a boat in a cave. Yeah. So, um, oh, she looks... Uh, so you look around her hut and you notice that there's a lot of old furs, but... Um, they're laid across an opening which leads down to the ice cave. Um, steps are cut into the wall of the chute, creating steep icy stairs that drop down a hundred feet in a tight spiral. And because this entrance is seldom used, the steps have become um, increasingly obscured by frost. Oh, sorry, I got, I got, I got hooves. I'm like a mountain goat. <laughs> <laughs> and she says yes. Can I identify the steps for us? Yeah. What do you, what are you trying to identify about them? Just kind of. Did you say identify the steps? Oh no. Oh. Like she can find the proper footing. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. She has to send downwards. Where are we on? Also, in the, in the chamber, there's a dozen baskets and more frozen fish. Did she say where the bones. dragon lived in, in the cave? Yes, so she tells you that the dragon is down in the layer, so in the second layer. Because okay. I can't tell you exactly where he. Oh, well, it is called. Where he'll be in the But she says, don't worry about the second level because you'll definitely notice where you can descend. Okay, I was going to say, how do we get from the first level to the second level? Yeah, I think around uh, around two and eight, so she says. Okay. So there's a shoot that you should look out for. Okay, should we go, where, where should we go first, guys? I think we should make our way towards number two. Should we go down into one, yeah? Yes, yeah. let's go okay. down into one. Okay. I'm gonna go first, because, you know, my mountain goat feet <laughs> help everyone. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll follow behind, um... Yeah. <laughs> Orgaris! Okay. okay, as you do, uh, give me an acrobatics check. Oh, boy. Oh, my acrobatics yeah. is so good. My acrobatics. My acrobatics is good as well. My acrobatics oh. is so good. No. 17. Oh, eight. Twelve. Even with my if plus you guys six, fall, then you are going to slide down and take everyone below you out. Uh, uh, eleven. Wait, have you got any bonuses? Yeah, that's eleven. <laughs> okay, who didn't get twelve? Oh, I, I got twelve. 12. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Is it the monkey? Wait, what did you get, Hugo? Uh, nine. So only I got over a twelve? Oh, no, okay. Okay. I got twelve. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so you three this, this try to maintain a grip on the dangerously uneven footholds. And as you guys are behind, you notice the three characters oh, kind of lose their feet and slide <laughs> down funny. to we the bottom. Yeah. Slide and tumble. <laughs> slide and tumble oh, 60 bonus. feet to the bottom. And you, you each know. take... Ah. You take 21 damage. No, no, no. 21! Whoa. Oh, that's easy. That's two thirds my health. Can we take a short rest, Two thirds! <laughs> <laughs> How low is your health? We're level 7. 37. That's so low! Is your hit now like a d4 or something? Uh, is it 21 damage, yeah? D6. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy. Would we be able to? Right, let's rest? take a short rest down here. Oh, well, <laughs> we, we get down. Do we get down the steps safely? Yeah, you guys. Guys, what happened? You're right. That was funny. I mean, I'm actually 12 and 52 hours. I'm going to lower my key. 12 and 52 hours for level 7 characters. Do we need to take a short rest? My amazing I think I've rocked several organs. You guys take a short rest. I'm just going to peer out in the corridor. Yeah, I'll follow behind all of us. Short rest. I'm going to take a short rest. No, it's 15 minutes to short rest. No, short rest is an hour. So essentially the players ended up exploring this ice cave and I don't have the recording for this because I recorded half of it and we got so carried away that the recording cut off after one hour. So this is the only limitation that I'm using with the app that I'm using to record my podcasts. But yes, yeah, so essentially the players went down into the ice cave, found a essential character called Makath the Crimson who basically has been there for a few years now, stuck in the ice cave under the rule of a white dragon. And she has been exploring the scriptures and the ancient magics that have lay there for thousands of years. And what the players did is essentially ended up rescuing her, defeating the dragon, and one of the characters dealt the killing blow to the dragon with a special dragon arrow, which was given to them by Makath the Crimson. So that ends this episode. Hopefully the next episode I will be able to capture all of it. So I know there's been a few gaps in this episode, but hope you enjoyed that recording and I will see you in the next episode um, where we'll do a recap of what happened here as well. Okay, great. I um, hope you guys had fun and uh, await the next episode. Bye.